There are business leaders that are making so much more than profit in their enterprises. They're elevating their businesses, teams and themselves to add more value. And so can you. Welcome to the Chris Cooper Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. If you were looking for ways to elevate success while contributing to a better world, you'll want to listen in for the next hour. Now here's your host, Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper and a very, very happy new year to you. Uh, lovely to have the first live show in 2021. Uh, this year will be 10 years old, which uh, I find is quite, quite incredible. I'm sure I looked uh, a bit, bit greyer than I was 10 years ago. Um, I hope you've had a good uh, Christmas, a good new year, strange times uh, that we're living in at the moment, uh, lots of kind of turmoil. And I think this is a great time, again, to be talking to, uh, to, to Tom Campbell and talking about uh, elevating your 2021. Uh, we'll talk uh, um, My Big Toe Part 3. So it's a trilogy with Tom. And I think over the last few weeks, um, prior to the Christmas period, um, I interviewed Dr. Ginny Whitelaw. A little, little thing in common with, um, with Tom, actually. Ginny worked for uh, NASA and was very involved in the management of the space station and became a Zen leadership expert, a martial arts expert, uh, and has written lots of books. And the last one on um, Resonate and about, um, about your vibration and about how important building that energy is up and how it impacts and creates a ripple was a fantastic conversation. And then over Christmas, what I decided to do was I decided to repeat uh, the part one and part two with Tom. So um, for those of you who hadn't listened to those before, um, I thought we'd repeat the trilogy in, in, in one go um, because we had this brilliant conversation with Tom around uh, consciousness and um, around um, the, the, the paranormal, but also uh, understanding and technology, putting things into perspective, which um, my big toe, my big theory of everything um, does. Um, a a must-read book, and, uh, and I strongly recommend you access lots of Tom's videos and, and get to learn about uh, Tom's great work. Then we focused in on the second show around about business, and we talked about the importance of um, the big picture around uh, the importance of bringing more love and less fear into the workplace and how to access your intuition. Uh, those shows were really, I think, important shows in the archive during 2020 and real standout ones for me. So today, it's uh, wonderful to um, be with you again to talk about elevating your 2021 and, uh, and having Tom here to, to help us do that. To give you a little bit of background, you know, I think there's, uh, there's been, as you know, monumental shifts in, in what we see as normal life. And I felt it was really important at the beginning of this year to have a think, you know, how do we really elevate our thinking? How do we thrive in 2021? How do we make a big difference and a positive contribution to this um, world that we're sitting in now with, with lots of uh, people uh, in their, their different realities um, right now? And obviously this COVID situation, and then we're thinking about the climate and um, there's a lot going on. Give you some background on Tom. Um, in 2004, uh, working scientist and professional physicist Tom Campbell predicted if the planet suffers much more damage, then Mother Nature would get even. And you have to wonder, really, if that is happening right now. Uh, as business and the world faces huge challenges, uh, Tom's uh, extensive wisdom and trilogy led to My Big Toe, which is My Big Theory of Everything. And that really provides some really insightful 
um, solutions and understanding about, um, about everything, really. Tom spent 10 years as senior analyst in military technical intelligence, 20 years developing U.S. missile defense systems, then became an expert working for NASA. Um, he spent over 45 years as a consciousness researcher, exploring the properties, boundaries, and abilities of consciousness. So a huge welcome back um, for the third visit um, and the first visit of 2021. A big welcome to Tom Campbell. Thank you, Chris. Uh, I'm, I appreciate your uh, offer to come and talk with you and your audience. So uh, I think we're going to have a, another good session. I, I really, I really, I'm, I've got no, no doubt, uh, Tom, uh, based upon our, our experiences with the first two. Um, Tom, it's, it is, it is great to have you back again. And I'm just interested, you know, we, it's been a few months since we last spoke and, you know, how are you, how's your optimism? How are you, how are you feeling right now? Well, I feel good and I felt good all last year. I hear a lot of talk about how 2020 was just the, you know, the worst year ever and all the problems it brought and so on. But I don't have that opinion of it. 2020 was a good year, just like the year before and the year before that. And just like this year is going to be you know, a lot of, you know, whether we're having a good year or a bad year or a good life or a bad life or whether we're happy or whether we're miserable and full of pain, a lot of that just has to do with perspective. It's the way you look at the world. It's the way you process the things that happen in your world. So you can uh, choose to be happy and, and find, find joy in life, or you can choose to be unhappy and find misery and pain in life. And it's your choice. You actually get to control that. It's not that the outside world delivers, you know, joy or delivers pain to you. It's you choose whether or not you interpret what happens in the world as painful or as joyful. So is this, is this a case, Tom, that you you kind of have to carry your own weather with you? I mean, I, I come from the United Kingdom. The weather here is not always great, and it's about one degree outside at the moment. And I always say to people, actually, you've got to carry your own weather with you. And certainly in the UK, um, mm -hmm. if you have to sunshine every day, you're going to be very disappointed. But the you know the situation at the moment, uh, that sort of attitude that you described there is is a bit like you know, carrying around weather with you. It's, it's an internal thing, isn't it? How you respond to what's outside. It is. And the basic uh, idea here is that you, you understand that things are the way they are. And for you to be upset and angry and annoyed because they are that way, because that's not the way you would like them to be, well, that is just... You know, not useful. It's not helping. You're not going to change the way, you know, things are. You're not going to make COVID disappear. You're not going to make your business suddenly, uh, you know, double its, uh, you know, its customers. You can't just do that because you want it to happen. And to be angry, to be upset, to be annoyed, to feel negative because it's not the way you want it to be. Well, that's just basically being self-centered. Oh, it's not the way I want it to be. So, oh, you know, whoa, woe is me. It's so terrible. It's so awful that we have to live through this terrible time. All that negativity comes out of your own mind. So you interpret what's going on as 
negative as bad. And now here you are stuck in this negative, bad environment. Oh, no. Whereas if you just look at it, it is what it is. You know, I, I say that you need to accept it, but I'm not talking about Pollyanna acceptance like, oh, yes, you know, people are dying, but that's okay. You know, that's just the way it is. I don't mean that sort of Pollyanna. I mean that you accept it. You may think that it's a it's a you know a bad situation, but you don't take it personally. It just is the way it is. And you get to deal with it in as positive a way as possible. So it's a it's a viewpoint. Rather than seeing life as something that needs to conform to you, or you are upset and angry, see it as something that challenges you to deal with it in a positive way rather than it is the thing outside that's making your life more difficult. Life is difficult sometimes and you just deal with it and deal with it in as positive and productive a way as possible. So that's the attitude. And if you do that, you'll find that all of your years are going to be good years and all of your relationships are going to be good relationships and your business will thrive and your customers will be happy because of this attitude of it's about letting the world, letting the people in the world be who they are and as they are. And you just have to deal with it and deal with it positively. I think that's really interesting. What you're saying there, Tom, I myself, March last year, COVID happened and uh, I looked like I was had after a lot of work the previous year, I had a very promising year of work. And then a number of my clients kind of did, put my work on hold because they were furloughing the staff, et cetera. And suddenly the picture looked um, very, very different. Um, but actually over the year, and I think, I think it's been by keeping that, you know, my business about elevation. It's about, um, you know, keeping things spiraling upwards um, rather than, rather than downwards. And I think the, the opportunity I had to rethink and, uh, and keep my positivity, but keep supporting people actually yielded a very, very interesting year and, and, a, and actually a, a, a better year financially than the, than the previous year. Um, but I think if I look at the difference, it was about keeping that positivity for other people mm-hmm. really and helping them um, to, to, to access theirs. Yeah, that is just the way life works. Um, we modify future probability. In other words, the, the likelihood of things happen, that certain things happen in the future. We modify that with our intent. And if our intent is positive, then positive things just tend to happen to us. And when everybody else's intent has gone negative because it's so oh, woe is me and oh, it's how awful and this stuff is upsetting and how could those people act like that? And we're, we're very angry and, and upset and annoyed and kind of on edge. That creates more negativity. When you feel negative, then you modify that future probability to be more negative. Your intentions are negative. Your energy is negative. And in that case, uh, your world just keeps degenerating and keeps slip sliding away. But if you let that negativity go and you remain positive, then somehow the world just seems to twist around in such a way that you always end up landing on your feet smelling like a rose rather than, uh, you know, 
than in that deep uh, pit of of anger and and uh, negativity, and that's just the way the world works. And do we have to be very careful now, Tom, with with maybe being if we are in that kind of negative mindset and we're, we're feeling anxious taking take care with who we mix who we listen to what we watch uh, because actually what i'm seeing in this world is a lot of division and um, it feels like there are people who are, who are prepared to pr- prey on that actually uh, and uh, attract you into their world which may also continue to bring you down yes absolutely you know like i say more negativity creates more negativity, which then creates more negativity. That's a downward spiral of negativeness. And we've seen that in our culture over the last, oh, I don't know, uh, probably 15 years, 15 or 20 years, where we have a, a couple of things going on. One, there's a lot more negativity finding home in things like conspiracy theories. You know, if you look at the conspiracy theories that are that are just all over the internet, it's hard to not run into them. It's hard to not run into people who are very influenced by them. Most of them are all fear-based. It's, a, you know, the conspiracy, oh no, these people are out to get us. Oh no, these people are getting us. Oh, we're suffering from this and that. So it's it's looking to the outside world, pointing a finger of blame at all the terrible things that are going on by all those terrible people out there. And the fact that the, you know, they, you know, the them, they are, uh, you know, giving us misinformation. They are trying to convince us that the world is round and not flat. You know, they are, you know, um, taking advantage of us and, and keeping us poor and downtrodden and so on. So we have the the villain is out there. We're the poor innocent victim. And when you get a mental attitude of victimhood, when you feel like a victim, you're powerless. That's the bottom of the barrel. When you're a victim, you are admitting to yourself that you have no power. You're powerless. You're just there to be buffeted and to be trod on and to be manipulated. And there's just nothing you can do about it. You're accepting that, you know, that level of interaction that you are just going to be beat up continually and that's it. You're a victim. Well, when you're a victim, you can't change it. You can't grow out of it. You've got nothing to lift you out of it. So you just get more and more miserable and sink deeper and deeper into negativity. And we've seen a lot of that blossom in the last 20 years or so. On the internet, it went from just a few things like that to, you know, conspiracies about everything, anything. And that's because the general negativity in our population is creating that. Negativity creates more negativity. So somebody, you know, points out how you're a victim and how something terrible is going on in this terrible conspiracy against you. Well, people who are already angry, people who are already negative, latch onto that, say, yeah, sure, great, I understand that. Yes, I'm the poor victim. Here again, another victim. And they start to, to um, I don't know, to uh, uh, relish their, their victimhood. You know, that's almost like a badge of honor, how, how much of a victim you are. 
Well, that is the, like I say, that's the, that's the bottom end of the downward spiral when you become a victim, you have a victim mentality. Now, that's not to say that there aren't victims, that victims don't exist. I'm saying that you may indeed be a victim of something or another, you know, an unfair economic system or something. Yes, that may be true. But if you see yourself as a victim, if that's your viewpoint of your reality and your world, then you can't escape it. You're stuck. You will be unhappy, miserable, and full of pain and full of anguish, period. You're just going to live that way. You won't ever get out of it. You may be a victim. You can realize that. And then you say, well, how can I react to that positively? What can I do to crawl out of that? How can I insulate myself from that system? How can I deal with it? Well, if I can't change it, how can I best live with it? or live within it? How can I, you know, be a happy survivor? So that's a different attitude. Now that's somebody who's empowered, somebody who can change things. People who are wallowing in their victimhood can change nothing. All they do is bring more people down to join them. So yes, we're seeing, we're seeing that sort of thing. And, and worse, we now have a, kind of a, a new space in which we have to interact that is uh, different than, than humanity's ever had to deal with before. You know, when we first got mass communications like radio, you know, well, radio was found to be a good uh, way of entertaining, of providing information like news to people. And it also was found to be a good way to push propaganda so once you had radio, you could reach thousands of people. Whereas before, if you had a, a story you, you wanted people to believe, you'd have to stand up on a, on a stage or stand up on a podium or a platform or a, an old box of milk cartons and, and talk and people would come gather around you and you couldn't ever influence more than you know, a handful, maybe a, you know, tens and twenties, maybe even a hundred or so at a time because there just was no technology for mass communications. Then we got to TV. Now TV, you know, rose those numbers up by factors of a hundred. Now millions, hundreds of millions of people could hear you. And suddenly the idea of propaganda, when I say propaganda, what I'm talking about is people trying to manipulate other people to see the world their way. Now, whether that's an advertiser trying to convince you that your product is better than the competition's, or whether that is a politician trying to convince you to vote for him, or whether it's a, you know, a, a, a priest or a preacher trying to convince you to, uh, you know, to get involved in their religion, whatever it is, it's people trying to manipulate other people to see the world their way. That's propaganda. Okay. It's also, also, Tom, I I wonder with some people, it it seems to me that um, some people uh, look out for the prevailing, a prevailing mood, and then they sort of jump ahead of the queue and say, yeah, you know, I understand this kind of stinks, follow me. And it it can be quite manipulative in that way. Exactly. Yes. Fear is a handle that, kind of sticks right out of your back and allows somebody else to come out and manipulate you. If you're fearful, then you can be easily manipulated. If I know 
your fears. If I understand what frightens you, I can manipulate you to dance to any tune I wish. So people have always used fear to manipulate other people. You know, that's, that's the key thing. That is the big handle that lets you get somebody else to agree with you or to do whatever, whatever you want. You know, that, uh, that's used by everybody. You know, it's used by religion. You know, you, uh, you know, come to my church and put 10% of your earnings into my, you know, into my basket. And I, you know, you will be saved. You will, you know, live in heaven instead of going to hell. So that's fear. That's fear-based thing. Politicians, if you don't vote for me, then horrible things will happen to you. That's all fear-based. Uh, a commercial that says, if you, uh, you, know, if you uh, buy my beer that I sell, all the girls will like you and your social life will suddenly be mar marvelous. You know? And we, we see pictures that portray all these things that are just preying on our fears. So indeed, if you want to be free, it's not that you have to live someplace where everybody in the world is nice. There probably is no such place. If you want to be free, you have to get rid of your fear. So that's the, that's the key thing. So now here we are in, you know, as we got into 2020, where this manipulation found, you know, this fear mongering found a whole new route, and that is social media. And with all the data that social media has been collecting on each one of us, it's like every human being has a little dossier on them about their likes, their dislikes, their attitudes, you know, the things they buy, the things they don't buy. We've got quite a little dossier on each of us. And social media was targeted to individuals to try to manipulate them by their fear. Misinformation was spread out, targeted specifically for each individual to manipulate them. Like I say, if I understand your fears, I can make you dance to any tune I wish. I can make you believe what I want you to believe. And that's what happened. That is what we have now facing in this, you know, what this 21st century now going, you know, in just the first couple of decades of it, we're seeing this new, again, a hundred times more powerful manipulation of ourselves through social media. Now, I live in the United States, and in the United States, there's half of us live in a totally, a totally different reality than the other half. I mean, the, the one half thinks the other half is just stupid because they can't see the truth. And each half feels that about the other. And it's because they have been individually fed information to manipulate their sense of, you know, what's going on, what the facts are, what the lies are. And that is not good. That's unhealthy, not only for a country, but that's unhealthy for for any group, any social group, any group that has to work together, any society where half the people live in a completely different reality than the other half, that's just trouble that's going to express itself and erupt in thousands of different ways. And there's really no way to deal with that easily. You see, we create reality from the way we interpret the information we get. And if the information we get is 
wrong, if it's misinformation, then we interpret our reality according to that misinformation. And that's our reality. So that's a big problem. So propaganda has now gone up another couple of orders of magnitude to where it is targeted personally to individuals rather than just to groups. And it's been extremely effective. And how we deal with that as a, you know, as the human race, as, as humanity, how we're going to deal with that has not uh, happened yet, has not been decided. That uh, is just polarizing and pulling us apart in ways that force us to de-evolve back to that old model of control power force. You know, the, uh, um, what do we call it? The warlord mentality, you know, organizing yourself according to control, power, and force. That's where that leads. So how far will we de-evolve? Where will that take us? And how quickly will we figure this out and, and deal with it? I don't know, but that's an interesting question that's facing us now. I agree. We've got, got three minutes till commercial break, but it's, it feels very feudal, doesn't it? And, mm-hmm. and, it, and it seems to me that the, this, the challenge that we all face is, is, is actually about you know, protect, protecting what we think and what we believe, because what does happen, isn't it? People buy into the conspiracy theories, into a political party, into, into a religion, et cetera. They, they buy into their values and belief, and, and for them it becomes their reality. And what people will do, whether their reality is right, has any right or truth in it or not, they will protect that reality at all costs, won't they? They get um, very entrenched and, uh, and, and mm-hmm. hard to move. Absolutely. Everyone thinks that their reality is the true one. So um, I think after, after the break, what we need to talk about is, is a bit about actually how do, we, how do we rise above that and how do we elevate our mm-hmm. consciousness such that we can see that we're being manipulated. Um, I think that's important. And then, you know, from that, how we, you talked earlier on about the keeping a positive attitude, accepting what's going mm-hmm. on and, and, and maintaining that positive and, and, and spiraling up and then good things, good things um, happen. Because I would love, you know, people here to have a, an amazing 2021 to be able to elevate um, uh, their situation and those people around them. We need to, we need to step up in this um, world right now uh, and to, to solve some of these big problems. And uh, if we get more and more entrenched it's going to get more and more difficult, isn't it? So let's talk about some of that after the break and maybe how we set some positive attention, intentions and keep those, keep those alive, keep moving and protecting that mindset, that, those, our belief system at all costs to ensure that it's not um, hijacked by, by others. Um, so let's do that in, uh, in a couple of minutes. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential? Chris Cooper supports business leaders and high potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers. Support includes the opportunity to join a high return group mentoring and mastermind program called the Achiever Program, one-to-one mentoring and coaching, facilitated leader development workshops and speeches. Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. 
Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into the Business Elevation Show with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to chris at chriscooper.co.uk. That's chris at chriscooper.co.uk. Now back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper. I'm with Tom Campbell. We're talking about about well, really, what's really important in in 2021, and, and what we really need to uh, be considering, and um, to ensure that we're we're not kind of hijacked when it comes to all the propaganda that's going on in the world right now. And I think um, during the break, I think Tom um, talked to me a little bit about that, and I think he probably sensed in me a, a little bit of uh, fear around uh, what's around what's happening. Uh, and this propaganda. And Tom, I'd love to open the floor to you to share your thoughts on this because, um, yeah, we, we, we don't want to breed more fear, do we? Absolutely not. So your audience has just heard me saying that uh, propaganda has been, uh, you know, uh, grown to a, a new, very invasive, personally invasive level, and that uh, there are you know, many different forces out there trying to manipulate us in various directions using this new, better, more effective uh, kind of propaganda. And if you look at that and, and look at the, the damage that's been done, the fact that we've bifurcated into, you know, multiple reality frames that uh, are in conflict with each other, you know, there's, there's more fighting, there's more anger. Well, if that frightens you, if you look at that picture and say, yeah, well, you know, we don't really have any defense against this because it's new. We've never had to deal with this level of propaganda. Social media is only, you know, 25, 30 years old. It's a new thing that we haven't uh, um, developed any, any guidelines for or understanding of its possibilities. And if that frightens you, then you've just become part of the problem. You see, that's just more fear. So you have to look at things like this and say, well, they are just what they are. That's what it is. That's here. Now, how can I deal with this in a way that's positive? Well, dealing with it with fear and being upset and anxious and having stress over it makes you part of that problem. What you have to do is look at these things and say, what can I do? Well, the thing that you can do is that you can make sure that you don't just believe everything you're told, that you stay open-minded, but you stay skeptical, skeptical of everything. <clears throat> that means that you're going to have to learn to live with uncertainty gracefully. There's a lot of things you just don't know. There's a lot of things that, that you uh, need to not form beliefs about. When you hear things, you have to say, well, maybe that sounds reasonable or maybe not, but I'll wait for further information. Don't jump to conclusions. Don't come to beliefs. Don't pick sides. Look at it. Look at multiple sources of information. 
Go look and see what they're saying on the opposite side of where you are. Think about it. Be open. Be skeptical. Stay calm. Stay positive. And take your own steps to fix your own problem with fear, to fix your own problem with being manipulated. Because if they can't manipulate you, well, now you're outside of that. You're not going to jump to conclusions just because they told you that the sky is falling. Okay, so if you back up, slow down, and stay positive, now you become part of the solution rather than part of the problem. So that's what I started out by saying. Fear is the issue. And if these things that you look at, what's happening in our world today, make you fearful, well, you've just become part of the problem. Look at them and stay positive. How can I deal with this? And now you're part of the solution if you stay positive. Tom, is this is what you're describing here? Is this is this a distinction? And, and I think I read this in in my big toe, and I've thought about this um, a huge amount this year, and as an important theme into into 2021. Are we talking about here the a, a distinction in terms of your ability, you know, you can apply your intelligence and you can read and study things, but you can find yourself absorbing some of this propaganda and then it starts to impact your worldview and your reality. Um, are we talking here about taking a, an approach in this, in this skepticism, which um, enables us to access wisdom? Yes. Skepticism is necessary. You know, I tell people, believe nothing. And the person you should be most skeptical of is yourself. You know, <laughs> look at your own conclusions, your own beliefs. You know, and I tell that to people and tell them to look at their own beliefs. Often what they'll tell me back is, I don't have any beliefs. And that's because <laughs> the things you believe you see as facts. Because you believe them, that makes them facts. You see? So... When you tell somebody to, well, you know, look at your beliefs, they'll say, I don't have any beliefs. I have facts. I only work with facts. And they don't see that most of those facts aren't facts at all. They're just beliefs. We have very few facts. Facts have to come from our own personal experience. If it's not your experience, it can't be your truth. So there's lots of things that we can experience. We can't be everywhere. We have to rely on other people to tell us what's going on and how the world's working. We have to you know, look at the news. Well, we can look at that news and we can be skeptical about it. We can say, well, maybe let me look at some other news and see what they had to say about it. Let's see what the opposite sides say and see if I can't find something that rings more true to me from my experience, not from my beliefs. So yes, Chris, uh, exactly. We have to you know, be more careful about what we swallow. You know, we swallow things, you know, hook, line, and sinker, just because if we're frightened, then stuff that's frightening is easier for us to swallow. And we reach out and grab it. We grab that frightening stuff because it resonates with us because we're frightened too. That's why conspiracy theories grow so quickly because we have so much fear 
in the general population that when they hear a scary story, they latch onto it because that resonates with them in their scary view of life. But our reality, our reality is not this fixed thing out there. Our reality is our own interpretation of the information that we get, our own interpretation of the data that comes our way. That is our reality. Everybody's walking around in their own reality. But if these realities are similar, then we can all get along and interact in the social system reasonably well. If these realities are vastly different, then we'll find conflict, we'll find polarization, we'll find anger, we'll find fighting. You see, so you need to, you, you need to realize that reality is personal. And there isn't this one reality out there that is the truth. We're all individuals and every individual lives in a reality of their own making through their own interpretation of the events that they experience. So be skeptical and believe nothing. Stay happy, stay positive, say, what can I do to most positively interact with the situation. And maybe what you can do is just keep a low profile. Maybe what you can do is, is uh, see how this system works and deal with it in a positive way, not in a negative, unhappy way, not in a fearful way. And then you've optimized your life. And by doing that, you optimize the whole system. Because when you're happier, you spread that happiness. When you're full of fear, you spread that fear. It's just like the COVID, you know, we pass these things around. A bunch of fearful people will make a lot of other people more fearful too. So it's a similar kind of thing. It's a downward spiral if we go to the fear side, and it's an upward sp spiral if we go to the positive side. And do you have to access right now the, you know, you're talking a lot, we're focusing a lot on fear. Do we have to access uh, love, you know, the things that, in this world that irrespective of COVID that we, we do love the positives, gratitude, those sorts of things to help us, you know, stay on the right, right track and yeah. keep that positivity up. Absolutely. Instead of wallowing in self pity, wallow in gratitude. It's <laughs> a, it's the positive, uh, uh, you know, flip side of that coin. Think of all the things that, that you, that are good things. So something happens like, uh, okay, now you have to work from home and somehow you have to figure out how to get your work done and how to deal with your children because they're home too. Well, if you look at that as a negative thing, oh no, now I'm going to have to fight with the kids to be quiet while I'm talking to customers and you know this is going to be difficult. And if that is a negative thing, then you will have trouble and it won't work and the kids won't cooperate and the whole thing will just be a struggle. Whereas if you say, oh, I'm going to be with my kids. Well, that's kind of neat. I get to spend a lot more time with my kids rather than them just kind of, uh, you know, they get free room and board, but that's about all it is here in the family. You know, they go off with their peers and they go off to school and their teachers and, and uh, I've really only raising them partly. There's a lot of other people out in society that are raising my children too. You know, if you look at it and say, well, more time with my kids would be a good thing. My kids maybe will learn to care more about other people. Maybe they'll learn and understand that being considerate of others is, a, is an important thing because they're going to have to be considerate of mom and dad have to, have to work. So you're going to have to have quiet time and you're going to have to be respectful of that. 
Well, no, it all won't just come together perfectly the first moment, but in time, everybody can grow. You can enjoy your children. You can get closer to them. They can actually appreciate that their mom and dad have to work, have to spend a lot of effort just to, you know, keep the house warm and to put food on the table and things like that. They can start seeing bigger pictures. It can be a very positive thing. There is no cloud so dark that it doesn't have a silver lining. You can always find the positive stuff in there. And as you focus on that positive stuff, the whole thing turns positive. The whole cloud starts to lighten up. And pretty soon you've taken this ugly, dark, mean looking cloud and you've turned it into something that's puffy and white and very, you know, very positive, something that feels good. And now your children are happier. You're happier. They understand you better. You understand them better. Life in general is better just because you came at this issue, this new set of problems positively rather than negatively. So yes, just finding the positiveness in things, wallowing in gratitude is a wonderful thing to do. You know, think, well, what can I be grateful for? That's what I mean by accepting that what is, is, and now how can you deal with it in a positive way? That's the key to happiness. That's the key to joy. That's the, that's the key to being a good parent. It's the key to everything. You let go of the fear and you work with what's positive. Yeah. I think one, um, I think that's a theme for me in 2020, which, um, which you, Tom, uh, kind of inspired and reinvigorated with me along with a, a good friend of mine, Nikki J. Owen, is actually, I'd had, I'd had um, you know, some disciplines at different times around taking some time out each day to, uh, to uh, relax and have a sense of stillness with, um, you know, trying out meditation and that sort of thing. And I've, I've, I've adopted that um, much more as a, a, of a discipline. And what I've found and, and discovered through doing that, uh, Tom, is that it, is, it, is an, it has added to me a dimension of moving through life in a more effortless way, which is quite interesting. Yes, well, we mostly go through life like, uh, you know, grade B movie uh, zombies, you know, we, we get put on automatic, we get in a rut and we get up, you know, the alarm rings, we get up, you know, we, you know, we brush our teeth, we have breakfast, we go to work, we sit there and turn our crank at work and we come home and we just have kind of set ways, habits. Our life becomes a series of habits and we stop thinking about what we're doing and why we're doing it. We just do it. And that's what I mean, like zombies. We're just going through life uh, uh, on autopilot. You know, you drive the car home and suddenly you kind of wake up and you're at your, uh, your garage or your house and you, you can't even remember how you got there. You know, you were on autopilot. And much of our life is like that. And that's really a shame. That's too bad because life is beautiful. Life is full of fun. Life is, is interesting and exciting. And if you go through it like a zombie, you're, you're missing out. And you tend to be easy prey for negativity. It's easy for you to say, yeah, yeah, it's the same old life. I'm so bored. You know, nothing's really going on. Nothing's really the way I like it. And you start to descend into negativity, descend into self-centeredness. 
So when you meditate, you learn that, you know, you are more than just your physical body, that you have an existence as mind, existence as spirit, existence as a, as a, a being, not just the physical body that's going through the motions, but there's more to you than that. And just understanding that in a personal way provides you with a, with a perspective that is larger than just the little perspective of what's happening here in this physical world. And that can be very helpful just to know that you know, there is something more to you than all the, the things you do. It's not about doing. It's about being. And I think what's very you know, fascinating, you sharing this, and I hope people get that message. You know, Tom, Tom is an incredible physicist, scientist, in, in his background, and we had Dr. Uh, uh, Ginny uh, before Christmas and at Whitelaw, and um, and so is she. And you know, we talked. I talked with her about the the importance of this energy, this resonance, this vibration that we give off, um, and that can be highly, highly positive and infectious, and create amazing experiences for people around you and teams uh, and organizations and etc. Or it can be. Um, very negative and uh, have a, an impact. That I think that um, discovery. There's a you know for me the theme of really understanding energy much more in 2020. Um, so I would I would uh, recommend people take a look at your work and uh, maybe also get a bit more in touch with that too. Tom, what you know? Any thoughts for you about that? That energy, that resonance, that um, vibration that we give off, positive, negative. Yeah. Well, yes, that's, you know, it's a, again, it's a matter of perspective. This, if, if your perspective of your reality and of your world and of your life is very small, it's a very small perspective, and it, particularly if it's a fearful perspective, which is an perspective full of, of angst and, and uh, stress and things not being the way you want it, you know, then that perspective is a, the sum total of that is is negative. It's to make you less. It's to, it drags you down. You have to have this sense of being, the sense of of who and what you are. You know, you have potential, and <clears throat> you need to learn how and, and work toward developing that potential. You have to have a sense that you're more than just the stuff you do. You are what you are. You know, it's the it's you at the being level. Who are you? What are you? Why are you? Those are all important questions, not just what you do. You know, what you do is is the motions you go through in this physical reality. And okay, they're they're important to our you know to our process here. But you're much more than that. You're a human being. You have thoughts and dreams and ambitions. You have loves. You have, you have things that, that make you smile and things that make you frown. That's who you are. You're all of that. You're more than just what you do. So don't let the stuff that's happening in the world and the stuff that you know, happens at work get you down. Realize that you are consciousness. You are something greater than just the sum of all the things you do. You are 
also what you what you are you know i could say what you be the, the english isn't good there but it's the being level it's it's the it's the why you do things not so much as what you do that's important it's the why behind that and yes as you become more and more positive you have a you know you you help other people become more and more positive it is a resonance it's it is very catching and so is your negativity very catching both of those influence other people so if you are positive positive things will happen in your life all those things that seem like they're horrible and bad will turn out that the silver lining in that dark cloud is actually bigger and brighter than the dark cloud ever was and you look back at these events that you've been through that were oh no kind of events and you come out the other side if you've been positive and you look back at it and you say wow at the time i thought that was horrible but you know it turned out to be one of the best things of my life that i had to go through that because i learned so much or i found you know this or i found that i created a new relationship that's very important and you'll realize that you always will come out you know smelling like a rose landing on your feet things will be good no matter what's happening on the outside world so yes that's that that resonance that positivity is very catching and it's necessary and it's a part of us and the fear tends to squish it the fear tends to put that flame out and that's what you have to not let happen yes so, so tom, tom um would you would if you were to identify you know, when we've got a few minutes left, a couple of minutes left, really finally start to wrap up, you know, one or two core intentions that everybody should maybe, you know, set and reflect and consider during um, 2021 to help them on this journey of not being, um, you know, brought into the propaganda, keeping positive. What might they be? What would you, just to clearly summarize this, what would you recommend people would be right into their intentions and reflect and think about or maybe meditate on? Well, the first thing I would encourage people to do is look at your feelings. Don't just feel them and go on. Don't just be reactive, but be aware of your feelings. And if you find that you're feeling something negative and negative could be anger or it could be something as simple as just stress. If you're feeling upset, if you're feeling annoyed, if you're feeling unappreciated, all these things are negative things. So be aware of your feeling. And if you're feeling something that's negative, know that that is because you have fear. That's a fear. And that fear is the problem. Fear is the enemy. Fear is the thing that keeps you unhappy. And just don't go there. When you start feeling negative, you, you start to complain, you start to fuss about something, you start to put other people down. Oh, those people, they're so stupid. They don't, you know, and we, we get into this. As soon as you hear yourself being negative, just stop and say, oops, I don't want to be like that. Don't say, I don't want to act like that. It's not about acting. It's about being. Say, I don't want to be like that. So stay very aware of that, in, that emotional side of yourself, catch yourself whenever you're doing anything negative, like complaining, and just stop it. And 
be positive instead. You know, the old advice that I heard when I was a child is if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. You know, well, that's just a, a little reminder to be positive. So if you just do that and nothing else, if you just catch every time you think negative thoughts and just either be quiet or shift to something positive, look for that silver lining. What's the good thing that can come out of this? And your immediate reaction will be, oh, there is no good thing. Oh, I'm going to be home with my kids. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. My customers aren't buying anymore because there's, you know, everybody's having a hard time financially. And, you know, what can I do? There's no silver lining in that. There is a silver lining in that. Look for it. Be open to it. Find it and work with it. Look for the positive. If you do that, everything in your life will change and all of that horrible stuff you see will somehow just turn into something positive and you will find joy and you will find happiness. So be aware of your own negativity. Most of us are so negative so much of the time that we don't even notice it. Excellent. Tom, I'm going to have to... I got to work with my children, actually, because we've got my, my kids uh, in the house working from home and they were supposed to not be in the room next door. So I'm going to have to keep positive about that when I have a conversation uh, in a few minutes. And we've only got a minute, 30 seconds to go. I've got to say, Tom, it's been absolutely brilliant talking to you again. Uh, on, on next week's show, um, I'm going to be talking with Steve Morris, um, a wonderful friend of the show, a brilliant marketeer, a very deep, thoughtful guy. We're going to chat about um, together about purpose because I've done a lot of work with, with on purpose, on your personal purpose and how that links into your business purpose as well so i think we felt that was a really good conversation to have around uh, what is it how do you identify it and we're going to do that next week tom i'd love talking to you you're a very special man and sharing some uh, fantastic thoughts which um uh, which can have a huge impact on the world right now uh, tom thank you i hope you've enjoyed being on the show again today and hope we're going to get you back again this year <laughs> okay well i've had a lot of fun too so uh uh, have a good year, Chris, and all of the people out there in uh, Chris Cooper land who are listening to you <laughs> in Voice of America. Hope you have the best year ever. Wonderful. And th thank you, Tom. And thank you to uh, Donna and to, uh, and to uh, Keith as well uh, at uh, MBT. So uh, if you want to also find out more, go to www.mybigtoe.com. Some amazing resources on there. Tom's got brilliant videos on there as well. Do access them. Do listen to them. Do join his community. And I'll be back next week. Any questions, comments, chris at chriscooper.co.uk. We thank you for listening to the Chris Cooper Business Elevation Show. Please join your host, Chris Cooper, again next Friday at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more.